0: road call 444-5555 that's 444-5555 ellison lazar fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch
2: They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300.
0: Stay tuned for
3: Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and her special guests, Ray and Lawana Garner. Love talking today about Joy is Giving.
4: Thank you, and We are in the studio today here at uh, KTXW, Texas Christian Talk, 1120. And we are just excited about what our programming today as we uh, begin to move into the holiday season. And um, I thank you for joining us. Um, this is the Bridge, and our goal here is to build bridges of love and leadership. And our special program today is love talking about joy. Uh, Nehemiah, uh, the Old Testament prophet, got in trouble one day, and and he he just decided that he was going to do something really good. So He he drew the people together, and he told them, he said, go home and prepare a feast, holiday food and drink, and share it with those who don't have anything. This day is holy to God. Don't feel bad. The joy of God is our strength. And we know that to be so true, and we we know that with uh, our friend Ray and Lawana Gardner, and we're going to be talking today about uh, some of the special things in their life, and they're a long-time uh, Love Talk sponsors and Good News Journal partners, and uh, Ray and Loana are, are the ta- uh, Capital of Texas Regional Coordinators for Operation Christmas Child, and uh, Loana is uh, trained as a first-time responder uh, during crisis, and I want to welcome both of you. Hi, Lawana Hi, Evelyn. We are so happy to have you. We've had Ray enough a lot of times, haven't we, Ray? Quite a few, yes. It's yes. been a pleasure. Well I tell you, the view from here is mighty sweet right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we are thrilled that you are uh with us today. And uh you know, you all are two of the happiest people I know. Uh and I know a lot of that um comes because you're busy serving the Lord Jesus. Uh So I I want to start out with your love story. i I just love to do that. And, Luana, I want to know how you met this gorgeous guy.
5: I met Ray at a youth group. Um, Our two different youth groups met one time, and he went to a different church than I did. And we had a, a group meeting of the two churches, and I just fell in love with his black hair and his green eyes. And uh, so we started going out and dating during high school, and it was his heart that um, led me to want to be with him the rest of my life.
4: You know, uh, he does, he's a big guy, but he does have a big heart. And uh, Ray, we want to know what you thought about her first time you saw her.
6: Well, appreciate you, Evelyn. Uh, first time I saw her, uh, I have to say, I was really impressed.
4: Were you? But I it, it took
6: a while for her to convince me that we were the right ones together. And I, I ran off a few of her girlfriends uh, in the process. Oh. But uh, they they remained friends, but uh, they didn't want to be around me because they knew uh, that there was someone else looking seriously in my direction. Uh, so it was kind of a, an exciting time for us getting to know each other as, as Christians and getting to know each other as uh, potential life mates and mm-hmm partners and uh after 39 years 39. going on 40 i've learned she's always right oh! and that's the key right there
4: <laughs> 40 years okay i'm gonna write that one down and tell Van that one she's always right you know i think one of the reasons that's true is because of where her heart is right and uh, and i know that's true luana as you talk about ray is you know when you have a heart connection and you love each other and you love the lord uh you know, trouble comes our way, but it doesn't have to camp out and live with us forever. And Because he, it's just like today on my way into the station. Uh, ben and I have been gone about six weeks, and I have not driven my car because we came back uh, from our trip. Um, I had bronchitis, and Ben got double pneumonia, and so we were housebound for about a week. And so I really haven't driven my car, and so I started out this morning... And got on 183, and it, I looked up, and it was her son Danny passing in his silver pickup truck, waving for me to get over, and I thought, what is going on? So I pulled over and pulled off, got on the feeder street, and he stopped. He said, Mother, you've got a flat. And I said, where? <laughs> he said, on the front. And so he said, do you follow me? And I said, well, will you help me? And he said, yes, you follow me, and we'll go to the tire place. And so we, and I went and. He brought me here to the station. Now, my job's to get Van lined up or get you guys to drop me off at the discount tire store. But you know, that's what life is, Ray. It's when you get up in the morning and you can face it knowing that we have someone that's very much interested in the way we live our lives and how we are able to follow and and, and bring honor and glory to the Lord Jesus. And uh, well, besides those eyes, there must have been something else about Ray that you fell in love with.
5: No, because I fell in love with him at first sight. <laughs> oh, on sight. <laughs> yes, yep. I told my girlfriend that night that he was the one. and um, So, yeah, no, it was looks. Yeah.
6: Looks.
4: What about you, Ray?
6: I thought it was my 66 Pontiac Le Mans, ah! but I guess it wasn't that at all.
5: <laughs>
3: oh, God. Yeah,
6: she definitely had my attention from the beginning. But as I said, you know, being a, a wayward youth male, I was... Kind of checking out all the waters there for a while. But uh, I'm so thankful that the Lord led us together and brought us into our relationship because it has been a wonderful journey. And just like you pointed out, uh, you know, as Christians, we kind of get the wrong idea that God's going to fix all of our problems immediately. And He really never promised us that. He just said that He would be there to see us through. Mm -hmm. And uh, by learning to lean on Him and learning to trust Him through all circumstances, one and I have really grown together, and uh, I said she's always right. I didn't say we don't ever fight because uh-huh. we do have our disagreements and we do have our own opinions. <laughs> well, but, then you know, I do too. the bottom line is you, you work it out, and uh, that way you both end up being right.
4: You know, the thing this is, you know, when you have the right spirit of love and, and joy and and you look at your life as goodness and kindness, uh For, you know, a period of time, like on 183 this morning, I get unsettled. And I think, Lord, what is going on here? Where are you? You know, it's just that natural reaction we have to life. But I can tell you, uh, the example that comes back time and time again again, is that when we're at our weakest, he is our strength. And that's what Nehemiah said. He said, Mm -hmm. the joy of the Lord is your strength. Absolutely, and joy comes from loving and sharing and giving and and, and kindness and goodness and all those things, and, and that's what marriage is all about when get right down to it. But let's talk about your family. You have, you know, Van and I have two boys, and I know you have two boys. Tell me about them, Ray.
6: Do you have that much time, Evelyn?
4: Oh yes, we,
6: <laughs> we have two wonderful boys. Our oldest is a firefighter in the local area, and our youngest is in the insurance business, and so we work closely together on a lot of different situations. Uh, they have just—they have been a joy to us, and they've been a challenge through the mm-hmm. years. Yes. And just as any uh, Christian family knows, you know, we go through our ups and downs. We go through the the times when we do question, you know, where is God in our circumstances. Mm-hmm. But we're very proud of both of our boys and all that they've been able to accomplish in their lives, and uh, of course the wonderful grandchildren that they've both given us.
4: Tell, want well, to tell me about the grandbabies? I know you are a <laughs> grandma.
5: <laughs> well. I have one addition to my family um a great new daughter in law um that has got my oldest son's heart now and uh she came with a daughter um that is seven so we have now two daughters uh two granddaughters and two grandsons I have a ten year old that just turned ten on Monday and he plays soft uh, baseball and is a very smart individual at school um the next one is uh, Carrie's daughter, um, and she's coming along in school very well. And then we have Colton, our youngest grandson, and he is in first grade, and he is six, and he is... Um, Just really an active child. Um, He loves doing everything, tearing anything apart that's motorized, tearing anything apart that's not motorized, and then just tearing everything apart. (laughs) That Um, sounds like my David. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have our youngest granddaughter um, who is um, now in kindergarten, so now we have all of them in school. So I get to go to all their different school functions and and help out volunteering at the schools. Um, But... They're all involved in different activities, and we go see them all.
4: You know, it is exciting. We have great grandchildren. We have now have let's see, four, five, let's see, three, four, five, five great grandchildren. And we the only problem with them is we don't get to see them often enough because they're little and they're you know they're uh, they have their own schedules. Um, but it, uh, I do believe the grandparent. Um, phase of life is one of the sweetest phases because you can bring them home, take them in, take them home, and and say goodbye to the taillights as they go down the highway. Well, we, we are talking today with Ray and LaWanna Garner, and we're going to be talking about what it is that you build bridges of love. How is it that you do that? And how it is that God blesses us with the joy of living when we're serving Him, Right after this, let's take our break.
0: road call 444-5555 that's 444-5555 ellison lazar fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch
7: or www.timsmithlandscaping.com
3: Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davidson and her special guests Ray and Lawana Garner. Love talking today about Joy is Giving.
4: Welcome back to Love Talk. We are in studio today with two of my favorite friends, Ray and Lawana Garner. And right we went out we were talking about how you two met and how much you loved her and, and I wanna how good looking he was <laughs> with his pretty black hair and it's so pretty mm-hmm. today a different color <laughs> after what 30, forty years forty years forty, 40 years. years you know it is exciting to think how God blesses and gives us just life to live every day as we as we love people and help them and one of, one of the things that um, I want us to talk about. Right, it's, I want you to, to give us a picture of Austin Triad Ministries. The both of you do that together, and, and let's uh, just give us a p- big picture of what it is.
6: Well, it's a, I guess you could say, a culmination of ideas that uh, LaWanna and I had years ago that we would try to focus our efforts not on building a new ministry or becoming our own ministry, but supporting other existing and ongoing ministries. Uh, but in doing so, we felt like we needed some sort of an identity, uh, and I came up with the name of Austin Triad Ministries because we try to concentrate on three different ministries primarily, that being the Southern Baptist Texas Convention Disaster Relief Program, which Luana is extremely involved in, uh, Christian Motorcycling, which uh, we both love a lot, and um, through the Operation Christmas Child mm-hmm. Project, which is kind of what we're here to talk about today, mm-hmm. the shoeboxes that uh, bring Christmas to the world.
4: And love in a shoebox. That is an amazing thing.
6: It's a great place to put a little love. I know. And then send it out to a child that may have never received any love before.
4: You know, it, it is an amazing thing to me that when God equips us with with a personality, with gifts and, and temperament, uh, that he gives us something extra to go with it. And that is a spiritual gift. That's one of the things that happens to when we come to know the reality of Christ and believe in Him. And that spiritual gift is that ability to find a place to love and to love other people and serve them. And you all do that so well. Describe for me a little bit about the, the um, mm, motorcycle group. That's the one <laughs> that I always like to know about.
6: Well, uh, Luana and I started riding a motorcycle back when right after we first got married, uh, and then we... Uh, got out of that for a while while we were raising our children, but as soon as uh, we could, we got back into it. And during that whole time period, I was aware of an organization called Christian Motorcyclists Association. Uh, and then there have been many other groups developed over the years. Uh, and these are just motorcycle riders that just want to get out, spread the gospel, be available to those folks who find themselves in a situation or a position where they need direction and they need hope and we're there to offer them the hope through Jesus Christ by sharing the gospel and sharing our stories of how Christ has helped us through situations and circumstances mm-hmm. um you know the motorcycle community as a whole um there's a lot of need for direction right. uh, for a lot of souls out there and we as Christians can intermingle as God instructed us to do to disciple these folks and bring these folks closer to a decision to follow christ, and there 's a lot of uh, folks that belong to CMA, the Christian Motorcyclist Association, that have had some some rough backgrounds we 'll call mm-hmm. it but now are sold out to to Jesus and doing everything they can to help other bikers come to the realization that their their real hope on the road is through Jesus Christ
4: that is so exciting to me. I know you got a, a new a, a pretty new Thing just recently, Miss Lavana.
5: Um yes. Ray <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and <a> I, <laughs> I got a, a trike um for our motorcycle meet and needs these days. And uh we're looking forward to taking a few trips recently c- currently mm-hmm. and um many more in the future. Um it's going to be a little more comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and uh a little more sturdy. <laughs>
4: And safer, I would think. Little, oh, yes. A little yeah. safer. A little visible. Little visible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's exciting to me because uh, every year our son, uh, our youngest son and, and our grandson both have bikes, and they just love, you know, some of the activities that, that they're involved in. But, you know, the other thing that's part of Triad Ministries, is, is, as you mentioned, was a disaster. Uh, and, Luana, that's thing that's real close to your heart. Give me a picture of that.
5: Um, that's love. <laughs> um, I've been deployed several times. Um, I served three weeks in Galveston after Ike, and we served over 40,000 meals a day. And uh, then my next deployment was a little bit smaller. It was in McAllen when they had flooding, and we served 300 meals a day. Um, both of those instances, we did get to see a lot of the people that were in need and witness to them. And, um, most recently I was doing cooking, um, for the, uh, October 30th floods, um, mm-hmm. here in the, uh, Austin, San Marcos, um, area. And we were serving around 1,800 meals per meal, um, Ooh. lunch and supper. And the, uh, They were being taken out to the uh, people that needed them and being witnessed to. We do have some people that come in through um, other organizations to help out that don't know the Lord, and we're able to work alongside them and witness to them. Um, So we're hoping that um, even in the cooking that our love goes into the food, but then we're also able to spread the love through voice. That is
4: absolutely amazing to me because it... It's something, I've, we flooded twice in our life. We had a four-story house, four-level house up on Lake Travis in 1991. We flooded the first time and then the second time. That uh, was in 97 or 98, I can't remember. And we were absolutely astounded at the friends and the first responders that came to help us. We moved in a pontoon boat uh, with a, a U-Haul truck. Down at the end of Lake Travis, uh, and on Lake Line, on Lake Line Boulevard, and um, we had people that packed my china. Uh, We've got garbage cans, and within four hours, when that, that water was already up on uh, some barbecue things, that van was. It was at Christmas time, and Van was smoking thirty or thirty turkeys <laughs> for the homeless and that's what he does he likes to do that and that all that flood water came down you know from Lake Travis and it just in and then uh, in 1997 it happened again and i know how important it is to have people to come to your aid and, and they they packed up everything we had and i only broke one piece of crystal out of all of that you know, it's an amazing what training can do to help you be uh, uh, really an instrument of love into what is somebody else. So.
5: Well, and I, I've been trained in several areas through uh, SBTC. Um, I also do chainsaw, <laughs> which I haven't uh, got to do recently. Um, the last couple of calls have been for uh, cutting trees up in the cold Ooh. where the limbs have been breaking and it's been bad timing with uh-huh. Operation Christmas Child. Um, but I've also been trained in uh, daycare and in laundry. So... They diversify us and call us out as needed mm-hmm. and,
4: um. That's an amazing. They take those trucks, uh, trailers, or whatever it is in and have a kitchen. Is that right?
5: Yes. We have a full kitchen. Um, we have, uh, tilt skillets and ovens, convection ovens. Um, we have trailers with food and we have, Refrigerator, uh, refrigerator trucks with food and we cook the meals and put them in what we call Cambros and send them out um mm. for the meals and and you said you had a
4: washing i mean you had there a-
5: is a wash trailer that shows up um we do the laundry for them mm. wash it dry it fold it they come back and pick it up and uh we have t- shower trailers that go out um We just call the different churches that have the different trailers for whatever the need is, Mm -hmm. and um,
4: they show up. You know, that's what joyful living is, right, is just doing what you know to do and what you're trying to do in a way that can make an impact on the lives of others. And I I want us to talk about Operation Christmas Child. That's the thing I know that is so close to my heart. In your heart. How long? You all, what is your official title, uh, Lawana?
5: I'm Network Logistics Coordinator and Collection Center Coordinator for um, First Baptist Church, Mm-hmm. And what
4: area does that cover?
5: Um, sort of north Austin. We have a, a collection center in Liberty Hill mm-hmm. that covers um, like San Saba, um, Marble Falls, up in that area. And then we have one in Buda that covers um, Smithville and the, the South Austin churches. How long have you done that, done this? We've done this since 2005 as coordinators. Um, we've been doing it since 2000, just filling shoeboxes.
4: Uh-huh. So that's, that's a good 15 years that you have. Packed up love in a shoebox and sent around the world. Yes. Hmm, that's amazing. Well, Ray, um, you know, we look at a time today when um, there is a great need. Uh, how did you and LaWanna find out about Samaritan's First, well, And how did you know God wanted you to do that?
6: As things often happen, it started out just as a small thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luana packed i think two shoe boxes maybe the first year and brought them to our church just to participate mm-hmm. and through some life events that occurred in our family um, Luana was able to connect with another lady and they kind of formed a little shopping party and would shop all year long mm-hmm. to fill shoe boxes and that's when she decided to do one shoebox for a boy and one shoebox for a girl for each month of the year. And so we Ooh. went from two to 24. And then from there, we got the grandchildren involved and just it, it grew for both of us. But you know, I, I like most of the things in our life was drug into it.
4: Uh-huh. Uh, my
6: wife drug me into the Operation Christmas Child. Yes. And our pastor encouraged us to get more involved. And that's how we, uh, I guess you could say rose to, to the level of participation that we're in now by helping to coordinate things in the Austin area. Uh, the Austin area grew tremendously in the shoebox collections and ultimately distributions that we have done. And just to kind of give you a, a really rough idea, the original shoebox collection was about 28,000 shoeboxes worldwide, the very first mm-hmm. collection. And now, this past year, we collected over 30,000 shoeboxes just in the Central Texas area.
4: 30,000.
6: And that's people in Austin giving, you know, from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. Some folks not really understanding what the box really means.
5: Let we'll the logistics person correct mm-hmm. this. Oh,
6: she's going to help me with it. It was
5: 30-plus thousand just at our collection center. Oh, there we go, yeah.
4: Well and have, that is impressive. 30-plus thousand at the Lugerville. yes, Quite That's a lot of boxes. Yes. It is well, a lot. We, p- we helped some with that. Um, and I want us to talk about it, but I want to talk about where that vision came from originally and how God has blessed it worldwide. Um, it, I think it is time for us to take our break and hear from some of those good people like you, Ray, and and, and Luana, and uh, we'll be back with Love Talk right after. Right after this with Ray Garner and Lawana Garner and Operation Christmas Child.
3: Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson. the Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published by monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow,
7: these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith, 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com.
2: George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. So, big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300.
3: Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and her special guests, Ray and LaWanna Garner. Love talking today about Joy is Giving.
4: Thank you, Gavin, and thank you to all of those who make it possible for us to be here uh, every Saturday and Sunday. Uh, We, just last month, began our 31st year of Love Talk. And as we continue... Uh, to do that as long as we can because it's such a joy to have opportunity to to come in the studio and talk with people like uh, Ray and Iwanna Garner and we're doing that today and we're talking about how it is our world is looking for love and how it is that we live it out in a way uh, through our service and our goodness to others uh, that the Lord Jesus is honored and we've talked about Operation Christmas Child and uh, one of the stats that um, that I came up with just this week uh, uh, Franklin Graham is the son of uh, Billy Graham, who is uh, uh, probably one of the number one evangelists in the world up until about ten or twenty years ago when Franklin came along. Uh, there are more than one point six million people who have found new life in Jesus Christ through global ministries of billy graham's evangelism association and that starts with a man named franklin graham and he um he he started out ray going in the wrong direction didn't he
6: Oh, uh, absolutely yeah and if you had an opportunity to read his book a rebel with a cause uh it goes through and tells of the times when he was questioning god when he was running from god when he was kind of on the path a lot of us take many times, trying to figure out what this life is all about. And uh, through his struggles and through his searching, uh, he eventually found the hope and found God and found his direction. And from there, uh, he began to expand and work through the Samaritan's Purse ministry. Uh, Samaritan's Purse was founded in 1970 by another individual, Mr. Bob Pierce, and uh, then Franklin came along and uh, started expanding the projects, expanding the reach uh, globally. Uh, Then in 1993, they took on the Operation Christmas Child project, which was actually started by a British layman named Dave Cook uh, in 1990 from Wales. And uh, he basically had uh, requested some Christmas gifts for the children in that area. And that's how this whole project got started. And Franklin has been tremendously instrumental in making sure that this vision continued, and that he um, took upon himself the challenge to reach the world with the gospel through the shoebox projects and through uh, the tremendous efforts of Samaritan's Purse.
4: Well, let's let's paint a picture of a shoebox, you know, filled with love. Uh, want to give us some ideas about what it is that um people do with their shoe boxes or how they can get involved
5: um the, the best way is to take a shoe box um it can be one that you've taken your shoes out of you can either wrap it or not wrap it you can also use the plastic size shoe boxes that um you can then put, like, a bandana inside or um, Christmas wrapping to kind of Christmas-oriented. Mm-hmm. orient it. Um, But you can also use what they call their go boxes, which are pre-designed um, Operation Christmas Child shoe boxes. Um, then you fill them with things that children all over the world strive for, do never dreamed that they would ever have Um, that you can put a letter or a note from your family and a picture of um, who's sending it. Um, You can put toys in there, uh, school supplies, Crayolas, pens, paper, um, toothbrushes and toothpaste. There's children in this world that um, are sharing toothbrushes and toothpaste and washcloths. They don't even ha- know what those are a lot of times they' they may be given a bar of soap and told to rub it on their bodies um, so you could put a washcloth and, and soap in there but most of all just anything that you think would make that child happy in another part of the world um, just fill it with love pray over it
4: mm-hmm. do you how is it graded um, you know as to uh, the age? Tell us a little bit about the age range. It's it's
5: broken down by uh, gender Mm. and by age. Um, You can pick a 2 to 4, boy or girl. You can pick then a 5 to 9 or a 10 to 14. And uh, go with whatever is age appropriate Mm. and uh, put it in your shoebox.
4: I do the girls. Uh, We usually do quite a few boxes, and we do the plastic ones because it's easier to work on that for us. uh, We can start shopping early, and I put the boxes out, and we start putting the stuff in there, and and it's sort of an all-year project for us. Uh, But Van picks the older boys, and what he does is he buys a soccer ball and a pump, and he takes the air out of the soccer ball. And puts it in there, and then he puts some gloves. And he always puts a toothbrush, and and toothpaste because he heard. Here's Mr. Davidson right now. Come on in here and join us.
6: Hello, Van. How you doing? Good. Good, sir. Good to see you.
4: Thank you. Uh, he. We'll just let you talk about here. Let's talk.
6: Nothing like putting him on the spot, Evelyn. Just yeah. you know, throw him right in here with us.
4: Well, you talk about him. Talk about him, I and he walks in. He's come to rescue me, is what he's come for. Uh, tell us what you put in your box, honey, and why you do Operation Christmas Child.
8: Well, I put in a soccer ball and a pump and um, pencils and pens and a spiral notebook and a toothbrush. I always put a toothbrush in. There was a girl came to our church, oh, several years ago, and she had been one of the people that received a box. And she got a toothbrush in there. And she talked about how proud she was of that toothbrush because she didn't have to borrow one from somebody else. It turned out that she was sharing a toothbrush with five other children. And that just broke my heart. I couldn't stand it to think of somebody having to borrow a toothbrush.
6: That so ever since
8: then, and I tell everybody that uh, even mentions putting a box in, you, whatever you do, put a toothbrush in there.
4: <laughs> Is that what you do, Ray?
6: We absolutely do. That's one of the things that has become key for us because we heard that similar story, and we've heard that story many a times from these children who have received shoeboxes, have grown up, and are now come full circle, as we call it in Operation Christmas Child, because they're giving back now. And what amazes me about every one of their stories is something small in that shoebox got their attention. It might have been hair barrettes. It may have been combs, toothbrushes, a washcloth. Something very personal that we take for granted on a daily basis became a treasured item of love for them to hold on to to give them hope that someone in this world cared about them. And that's what God is. He is our hope. He is the one that we can rely on under all circumstances. But these children get it sometimes for the first time in this little shoebox.
8: You know, uh, I've talked shoeboxes to everybody. And uh, this morning I was sitting on a bicycle It's said, why... Uh, working out, and a lady next to me used to be our neighbor down the street. But anyway, we got talking about shoeboxes, and she had an article that some lady wrote that evidently traveled the world and and talked about the shoeboxes. And she said that uh, two of the most important things, besides putting soap and and toothbrushes and and uh, uh, toothpaste, that one of the things that they needed was a toothbrush holder and also a soap an enclosed soap dish that they could put their soap in because some of the places where they used it were the one number of the rock there to put it on you know
6: well you know in America in general, I think we've all kind of grown up with the thought that bigger is better, and the hardest thing for us to Conceive is smaller is better in this case. You know, people people tell us all the time, I can't fit enough stuff in that shoebox. It's not how much you put in the shoebox; it's what you put in the That's shoebox.
8: Exactly right.
4: Well, let's talk about the journey of a shoebox, uh, Luana. Uh, you know, as a, as Van and I prepare our boxes at our, at our church, we have a uh, you and Ray organize the collection. And the, and we are a collection point where they bring the 18 wheelers then, is that right?
5: Okay. Uh, yes, we we um, have churches under us that we give cartons to and those churches collect shoeboxes as well and bring the cartons then to us. But it starts at each church individually where they collect the shoeboxes from the community and then put them in cartons. The cartons then come to one of the collection centers and then from the collection centers they go to one of our uh, processing centers and it's those processing centers that is where the inappropriates are taken out. Um, you you not, can't have chocolate in there and you can't put liquids in there because if one spilled it would can't you know make the whole carton um, liquidy mm-hmm. and uh, no war toys. Um, but there's there's certain things that, and the, and the brochures kind of put those into words and um so then the, they go to Dallas or Boone North Carolina or Denver or one of the processing centers and the shoe, each shoe box has gone through um to re- retrieve the funds for the postage um each box needs um $7 to cover the postage to get it to where it's going and um So the money is then taken from the boxes at the processing centers and anything that's inappropriate is taken from the boxes. And at the processing centers, um, Samaritan's Purse and Operation Christmas Child does a wonderful job of getting donations from corporations. Um, There is just truckloads after truckloads of items that are put back into those shoe boxes. Each box is... When we inspect the shoeboxes, this is one of the most responsible organizations that I've seen as far as keeping the box intact and the integrity of that box. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that people have thought about what they wanted to put in there and strive to put the right things in there and put it together with love, and we don't want to destroy that. Um So then they're put into cartons um, by age and gender based on what the missionaries have turned in that that they need in the certain areas and logistically um, then they take over getting those shoeboxes into the children's hands. Um, There's children that will show up at these distributions and they will be embarrassed because they're you know they're barefooted Mm -hmm. and that particular child may get out of these tens of millions of shoeboxes, he's going to get a shoebox most likely that God has placed right there for mm-hmm. him that has a pair of shoes his size or her size. And to see them open that box and find that pair of shoes when they're standing there totally embarrassed, is there's no words for that.
4: Mm-hmm. You know, when you think about the opportunities that we have uh, to share the love of the Lord Jesus... Uh, around the world, um, it's overwhelming, right?
6: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh,
4: and, you know, we don't major own numbers. But when you look at a world that there are 5.5 billion people that don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, and we can tell them just with a soccer ball or a pair of work gloves or something that that this is somebody that cares about you. But also, apart from those things... There is a a Bible study. Well, you'll hear this. Yes.
5: Um, Each shoebox is given to a child with a um, salvation story. Yes. And from there. Weeks later, then they go get into a discipleship program where they're learning how to disciple to their mother or their father or their village or whomever. And there's teachers that are there to teach them how to d- devotion, mm-hmm. do devotionals in their homes or do devotionals in their neighbor's house. Well, um, that's
4: one of the exciting things about it is it's just, just not to provide a toy, something to occupy uh, a uh, child's time but that you can provide something that can change their heart. Uh, Ray, give us a phone number where people can call you. We need to take a break, and we'll come back and wrap up. But
6: The best number to catch us at is area code 512-626-4880. That's my cell. Or you can call Luana at 512-990-2600, and we're okay. usually available.
4: Or you can call here at the station. Uh, and we'll give you that information. But it is time for us to take our break. We're gonna come back and we're gonna wrap it up and talk about who it is that we really put in a shoe box and how it gets there and what our responsibility is for that right after this. Constantly hearing about how
3: bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published by monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net.
9: Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as you town. Say, so listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville, and come see us.
2: Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think Marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit ThinkMarketingTexas.com to learn more. That's ThinkMarketingTexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? ThinkMarketingTexas.com com.
3: Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and her special guest Ray and LaWanna Garner. Love talking today about Joy is Giving.
4: Welcome back to Love Talk. We're in the studio today with two of my very favorite friends and longtime time partners with Love Talk and Good News Journal. That's Ray and LaWanna Garner. We're talking today about how it is that we send love around the world and do it in a way that God can bless it and make a dent in that 5.5 billion people that do not know the love of the Lord Jesus. Does that impress you, Ray?
6: Uh, It impresses me and, of course, concerns me. Uh, It is an opportunity for us as Christians to be able to reach out and make make a difference. And through Operation Christmas Child, it is one of the easiest mission trips you could ever take. One of the least expensive mission trips that you could ever do. And safest. And safest because you get to reach out into areas where no man has gone before and, uh, you know, reach someone who has possibly never heard of the gospel. And, you know, you said well while ago it's not about the numbers, but I do want to share some numbers yeah. right quick. Operation Christmas Child delivered over 10 million shoeboxes last year in over 100 countries. Now, that's a huge number. But I want you to know that number could not possibly be accomplished, one, without God, but two, without all of the thousands of churches that are participating in all of the thousands of organizations. Here in the Central Texas area, we have hundreds, if not thousands, of churches that on a yearly basis collect these boxes and bring them to the collection centers. And if you'll go to the Operation Christmas Child uh, place on the Samaritan's Purse website, you can identify the churches that are collecting the boxes as relay centers in this area by your zip code and take it to the closest church or get involved with that church in some way to help with Operation Christmas Child because 10 million shoe boxes represents 10 million souls for Christ. And our motto has always been, each box is a child and each box is a soul that we need to reach. So the millions... Are important, But the one that it reaches is the most important. And just to let you guys know, there are just hundreds of stories, and we don't have time for them, of how these shoeboxes have impacted lives all over the world. Through a child, through your gifts, a family can come to know Christ. So you're not just touching that one child. You may be touching four, six, eight, or ten people, and they all can come to know Christ through that. So 10 million, as you know, the Lord can multiply the loaves and fishes. Uh-huh. He can also multiply the shoeboxes. So let's just try to do one box. Everyone do one box, and we'll reach millions every year.
4: You know, Ray, that is such an exciting uh, opportunity because the Lord did not give us and bless us that we could just consume things on our own and live our own way. But he, we are under a commission. Co-mission means co- Corporately, we're on the same mission Christ was on. And he said, get up, get out, and go tell. And the shoebox project, Lawana, is one of the best, in, I think, uh, ways in that families can get involved. Uh, let's talk about how a family can go on the website and um, track their box. Give me that scenario.
5: Um, You can now go on the Samaritan's Purse Operation Christmas Child website um, and click on the uh, link that will give you a label. That label will have a barcode on it, which you can put on your shoebox. It's the same type of label that you put that gives the gender and age, um, but underneath it, it has a tracking label. Um, Once that box goes from uh, the first church to the processing center, that uh, shoebox barcode is scanned, and then it's scanned into which carton it goes into. And then it is followed to wherever it goes, and they will send you an email back that says where your shoebox went. So that's an awesome way to know where in
4: the world you are touching. Isn't that amazing? Technology
6: has been great in many ways to help us do this.
4: You know, it is. Um uh, yes. I think how awful, I really, really think about this a lot because it's, I was growing up, I had such a fear. Uh, you know, I was born in the Great Depression, and then my dad was drafted in World War II, and, you know, the world was just coming all to pieces, and I just lived in fear. But to think today, and, and I thought about it then, how will we know when Jesus Christ comes? It says, everybody, every knee shall bow. In a nanosecond now, something can happen with Luana, and it can be around the world. In what sixty seconds? It is an amazing thing, a tool that we have during this time to really proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. Well, uh, what what is your prayer, Luana, for Operation Christmas Child this year? What are you seeking God for? How many do you? What is the goal? Have you set a goal? One more than last year?
6: <laughs> well, that works. That works real well. Yes. We uh, we haven't really um, had a lot of time to think about that this year, to be honest with you, Ms. Evelyn. But uh, in the years past, that has been our goal—just one more than last year—because that's how important it is that we continue to increase uh, the dimensions of the project. But. Ironically enough, we grow exponentially every year because of the efforts of all of our different churches and our different collection centers because they do have their goals and objectives.
4: Well, I want to thank you so much for coming today. And this has just been like sitting around the coffee table and sharing our heart. And that's basically what Operation Christmas Child is it's just sharing a little bit of God's love to bring joy and goodness into a life. And uh, tell us again. But how they can call you how they can get in touch with you
6: the easiest way of course is by Luana's and my cell phone numbers mine is 512-626-4880 and lawana can be reached at 512-990-2600 and of course going on the website uh, you can kind of track all the different churches uh-huh. and get in contact with someone even closer to you than that. But we welcome your calls, and we'll be glad to help in any way that we can.
4: Well, thank you again for being with us, and uh, we'll be out there. We'll, we'll, we'll pray as uh, the 18-wheelers are loaded, and and that's an exciting thing. We would invite people to do that. What day will that be, Luan? Um
5: Collection week this year is November the 16th through the 23rd. The last packing day is Monday, the 23rd. That's when the 18-wheelers will be closed at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. at First Baptist Church, Flickerville. I know the other uh, collection centers have different times, but if you're in our
4: area, we would love to see you and, um November 23rd. And we'll be praying for you as you get there, and we'll just take pictures and make it a party. Uh, thanks again for being with us. You know... Uh, Gavin, this has been an exciting program today, and I know you're going to get some calls here at the station about how uh, people can get involved and One of the things that we want to keep in mind so deeply is that we as we pray and listen to the Lord Jesus, he can give us a personal time with him, gives us joy and hope to serve others and It doesn't take long to pack a little box of shoebox. box. in fact, the best place to go is to the dollar store and they've got all kind of things that you can put in there for young ones, or, you know, just uh, a teenager like does. But we do thank you uh, for your uh, being with us today for Love Talk. And I just pray that as you think about this, if you do not know the love of the Lord Jesus, that you'll give us a call on the love line, 512-249-6535. And let us share with you the joy that comes from knowing the Lord Jesus Christ. In the meantime, we pray you have a great week. And that God will bless you as you serve him in ways that others can know that he is real.